Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's time for Joyce's Thought of the Day on News Talk 850 WFTL. The Norwegian government says it secured a parliamentary majority to greenlight its deep-sea mining plans, bringing it a step closer to becoming the world's first country to extract metals from the seafloor on a commercial scale. Supporters say that deep-sea mining is key to supplying the metals for our energy transition. It can help diversify Norway's economy away from oil and gas and can help reduce the world's over-reliance on China's metal sector. But Norway's opponents include not only environmental and fishing groups, but possibly neighbors like Russia, the UK, and the EU. Why? Well, Norway has cordoned off an Ecuador-sized area for mining exploration near its islands in the Arctic. But these islands are subject to an unusual treaty between 46 countries and some, like Russia, say it limits Norway's rights in the area. But to be honest, it's hard to find areas where deep-sea mining isn't contested. In international waters, mining is regulated by a Jamaica-based body that's still debating the issue. So that leaves countries like Norway to push ahead with their own waters and extend continental shelves. This has also meant, for example, China sending deep-sea survey vessels into waters claimed by others like the Philippines, and it's also become a divisive issue in regions like the Pacific Islands, where some, like Noro, see mining as a way to generate jobs, while others, like Tuvalu, see it as too damaging for the ocean. So in that context, there are calls to hit just pause. Multinationals like Google, BMW, and Samsung vowed earlier this year not to use deep-sea metals. And just in October, the UK became the latest to join over 20 others calling for a moratorium until the environmental impacts are clearer. But the news out of Norway this week suggests it's confident it can replicate the success of its vast offshore oil and gas sector and balance the interests at play. Of course, while this is all playing out in Norway, the world is gathered in Dubai for this year's COP climate talks, and different folks there will see Norway's move in very different lights. Some will say the sheer scale of the energy transition ahead means we need to mine more key metals wherever possible and as quickly as possible. Others will say that averting ecological disaster means preserving the carbon cycle, and that means leaving oceans alone. They store 60 times more carbon than the atmosphere. As for Norway, it's basically saying its technological and regulatory prowess means it can achieve being number one above without compromising number two. Deep sea mining tech is still being tested, but essentially involves hoovering potato-sized nodules of metal from the seabed up to a ship on the surface. Get Joyce's Thought of the Day anytime. Subscribe to her podcast right now on the all-new 850 app and at 850wftl.com.